0: Red arms! Give it your all! We will we'll the one the to the Hey everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Tales of Red Arm. I'm your host, Justin. And today we're gonna to jump into chapter 43. A plan. Um, quick recap of the last chapter, um, pretty much, I guess the short and brief of it, or the important part is the part where basically Egwene gets visited by Min. Um, she explains things she can and can't do, whatever, and then uh, Rena shows up and is very angry with Egwene because she channeled, and Min has to leave as Egwene gets punished, so. Also, Egwene gets renamed to Thule, by Rena. So, um, on chapter forty-three, we've got Min basically standing outside of the room or Egwene's room, and she's she's like, "I'm I'm just making things worse. I'm sorry, Egwene." And then, you know, she grabs her skirts and runs, and Egwene screams behind her, and she hears it as she's running away, and she feels like a coward because of it, but. She's not really paying attention where she's going. She's distraught as all get out, and she ends up in the middle of the street. And she's like, "Well, I, why am I sitting safe under a roof while Egwene's getting, you know, tortured, (laughs) essentially?" And she wipes away her eyes, starts crying again, and all of a sudden she hears a call of her name, "Men." But it's kind of like low pitched, and she stops. She looks around, and she's looking around, and she's not really sure. But there's a little description of a lot of stuff, but it's not really relevant to this particular part. Um, a pair of soul stroll by with Damane with them, um, but then she notices two women in long fleece coats, and she's like, "Whoa, ninety even Elaine." As she approaches up to them, and he's like, "Hey, nobody else," but her smiles a little bit. Eh. Forced. But Min notices they look very, very tired and uh worried. But she's so happy to see them. You would be too, I would be too. I'd be happy to see their friends in a foreign land where everything's going wrong. Um so Nine like, Oh wow, that that's a good color on you. You should have taken up dresses a long time ago and I mean Ever since I met you, I've considered breaches myself, but and then she's like, whoa, what's the matter? And Elaine's like, oh, you've been crying. What happened to Egwene? And Min looks over their shoulder and sees a Soldom and Damane coming down the steps and going the other way towards the stables and horse yards. Um, and some more Soldom stand at the top of the stairs, talking to somebody else inside. So Min grabs them by the hands and hurries them out of the street towards the harbor he's like you know guys it's kind of dangerous for you to be here um it's dangerous for you to be in falma uh there's demani everywhere and if they find you well you know what demani are right and he's like well it's really 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 good to see you guys and then he's like well about i imagine it's probably half as good as to see you do you know where iguena is is she in one of those buildings is how is she doing is she okay and men's like well she's as well as we can expect And she doesn't really want to, really want to tell too much to Nynaeve, because Nynaeve is probably just going to walk up into the building and try to stop it, which that'd be it. That'd be the end of ends. He's like, well, I don't know how to get her out, but I found a ship captain who thinks he can take us if we could reach a ship with her, but he's not going to help us unless we can at least make it that far. And I can't really blame him, but I don't have any idea how we're even supposed to do that. And then he was like, hmm. I hadn't thought of a ship. I'd thought just to ride east, but I gotta say I'm worried about it. I mean, it appears that you pretty much have to be almost completely off of Toman Head before you're clear of Chen patrols, at least completely. And then there's allegedly fighting over an Almuth Plain. But I hadn't thought of the ship. But we have horses, and we do not have money for passage, but how much does this guy want? Men's like, hmm... I haven't gotten that far yet. We don't have any money, but I thought I could put off the peg part until after we sail. Well, I don't think there'll be anywhere to put port where there's Shanshan, Shan, and if he throws us off anywhere, probably better off than being here. But the main problem is convincing him to sit sail really at all. He wants to, but the patrolling out the harbor, there's no no way to tell if a Damani is on one of the ships until it's too late. Give me a Damani of my own on my deck, he says. And I will sail this instant. That's a really poor attempt at that. Don't bail (laughs) Uh, Then he starts talking about Drass Shoals, Lee Shores. You know, I don't understand any of that type of stuff. But as long as I'm smiling every once in a while and keep talking, I can really just make him talk himself into sailing. He's like, but I don't think you're going to have much time to talk himself anymore because they're going to be sending... Egwene back to Shanshan and pretty quickly so Elaine's like why And Min's like well she's able to find ore and apparently that makes you very valuable or whatever but it's going to be in a few days and I don't know if it's going to be a few days to convince this guy to even set sail but how do we take off the shadow spawn collar because how do we even get her out of the house And just kind of like, I wish Rand was here. And they both look at her and she's like, well, he does have a sword. And I wish we had somebody with a sword. Ten of them are a hundred. And Nynaeve has this response that is like the perfect commonality of the series. And I actually do enjoy it because it's hilarious. Because this is one of two concepts. This is the how women view men, and then there's the how men view women. But we haven't really gotten to the how women or how women view men, or the, sorry. <laughs> we haven't gotten to the how men view women part. We've only seen how women view men, so. And he's like, it isn't swords or bronze we need now, but brains. Men usually think with the hair on their chests. She touches her chest absently. There's a feeling for something through her coat. Most of them do, because <laughs> she doesn't want to, <laughs> you know, add land to that pile. Men's like, well, we would need an army, and a very large one, because the Shanchen were outnumbered when they faced Teraboners and Damani. But they won every battle easily, from what I know of. So then she pulls them across the side of the street when Demani and Soldom climb past them. He's like, so since we don't have an army, the three of us will have to do it. I hope you think, or you can think of something I haven't. I've racked my head about this, and I always stumble when it comes to the Idom the leash and the collar. Uh, Soldom don't like anyone watching too closely when they open them. So, I think I could probably get you inside if that would help, at least one of you. They think of me as a servant, but servants may have visitors as long as you keep to the servants' quarters. And then he's thinking, but he's just kind of has a frown, and she's like, don't worry, man, I have a couple ideas, but I haven't spent my time here, you know, lacking purpose. Just take me to this sailor guy or his captain and if he's any harder to handle than the village council, their backs up. I'm going to eat this coat. So Elaine nodded and grins, and Min feels a little bit of hope for the first time in a long time. And Min finds herself reading the oars of the other two women. And there's danger, but it's always expected. And more new things, but the images she'd seen were kind of like that, you know. A man's ring of heavy gold floats above Naineev's head and above Elaine, a red-hot iron and an axe. They meant trouble, but she's not sure exactly what they are, just distant in the future. And after reading that, all she sees is land. and Nene just watching her. Now, before I continue, I did want to point out these things for, like, the ring of heavy gold floating above Nineveh's head. That's land's ring. It's around her neck right now, in between her bosom. It's kind of an obvious one. Now, Elaine's is a little bit more complicated because a red hot iron and an axe. There's not a whole lot really related to this. And the reason I say this is I'm not sure if this was something where Robert Jordan was intending to go somewhere with it and it just never panned out or he forgot about it because it's like literally the only time it's like mentioned in like the entire series. Um, so I'm not really sure what the intention was for this, but really out of axes, axes are rarely ever referenced outside of Perrin's axe. Um, there might be like a wood cutting axe or something like that here and there, but pretty much the main axe is Perrin, but I don't even know if Perrin meets Elaine for like a long, 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 long time. And when he does, it's under other circumstances, not necessarily in her favor or against her favor. He's kind of there. Um, But the Red Hot Iron, I'm not really sure either because neither of them necessarily makes sense. So if anybody has any insight on this or can explain why or how this is supposed to be, just hit me up and let me know because it'd be interesting to find out. So anyway, um, Min's like, oh, let's go, let's go down by the harbor. So, you know, they head down the street there's a bunch of descriptions that don't really have a whole lot of purpose. I mean, it's a very short chapter already, so it's probably going to get even shorter, but the main purpose of it at this point in time is to get to the the target goal because it gets a little bit more dialogue heavy. And as much as I really, really, really want to go through and, you know, voice act the entire dialogue that's coming up unfortunately it's like half the chapter and i don't want to get dinged um and there's no real good like location to cut it off because all of the all of the actual conversation is good and it kind of melts into each other but min's happy to see that you know Ninety even elaine knows about the bowing to the shan shan you know all these important people just kind of ignore them it's like well We got to keep Egwene from being taken away, and she will be unless we can think of something, or at least Naive thinks of something. But then they start seeing sailors and stuff appearing, so they can tell they get close to the harbor. And there's this inn that was hastily renamed the Three Plum Blossoms. Try saying that 10 times fast. But you can kind of see a part of the word watcher a little bit through the slapdash paint work. And I'm assuming it's because the Watchers of the Waters is what they're supposed to be. And they apparently were not for the Shanshan. I'm not sure if the Shan -shan left from Tilmon Head or if they just took off from anywhere. I don't remember saying. But I wouldn't be surprised if it did. But um, they go inside and the common room is a little bit less than half full, or a little bit more than half full, sorry. Because um, the prices to sit around and drink ale are a little high, so not many people can go in and afford it. But they go in, the innkeeper's fat innkeeper, so keep that and pretty much run with it. Um, And he's just sitting there and is. Shirt sleeves just cleaning his usual stuff or telling people what to do and all that jazz and he notices the three women and he kind of frowns but Min in her shanshan dress is what pretty much stops him from telling them to leave so not even Elaine wearing farm women's clothes pretty much don't look like they can afford to buy anything or spend money but then she's looking for her man men because it's pretty much all in Min's perspective um Looks over and sees the guy she's looking for, and he's muttering his wine. And she's like, "Oh, hey, do you have time to talk, Captain Doman?" And he looks up. He's kind of pushing his beard with his hand, and he's a little surprised and she's not alone. But his bare upper lip looks a little odd with the beard. So, uh, this is a very common thing for Ilianders. So upper lip, they keep shaved and the beard they kind of keep wearing. So I think kind of Amish like, but just think of a full beard, just minus the mustache is really all it is. So the beard would go up probably to the, the corners of the mouth and then stop at the most. It's also possible that there is no going up to the mouth and it's just on the jaw. But I, it doesn't matter that part because that little extra detail could be either way because there's no definitive of it. Um, but Min thinks it's kind of odd. He's like, Oh, so you're bringing friends to drink up my coin, do you? Well, that Sean Lord bought my cargo, so I, it's a coin I have, so sit down. Elaine jumps as he bellows, Innkeeper, mold wine here. And I mean, it's like, Ah, it's okay. He only looks and sounds like a bear. <laughs> a bear, do I be? Maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> but what have you, girl? Have you given over the thought of leaving? That dress do look shan shan to me. And of course, Min responds fiercely and fervently, "Never, never give up. Never." Swear. And actually, never not really say that, but that's sorry. <laughs> uh great, great quotes from series. But she falls quiet when a uh, servant girl shows up, and is a little bit wary and. It's like, well, fortune-pricked me, girl. I meant no offense. Um, A lot of people want to go on with their lives with the Lord's Beast, Shonshan, or any other. Nynaeve kind of leans on the table. It's like, well, we also want to go on with our lives, Captain, but without any Shan. So I understand you intend to sail, student. And he's like, well, I would love to sail today if I could. Every two or three days that Turok sends for me and... I have to tell him of all these old things, and do I look like a gleeman? Like, I could spin a tail or two and be on my way, but when I think when there's no entertainment anymore, I have a 50-50 chance of him letting me go or having my head cut off. And he does look soft, but he is hard as iron, and cold-hearted. And he was like, well, can you avoid the shan Chen with your ship? He's like, fortune prick me. Could I make it out of the harbor without a Demonte ripping spray to splinters? I could. If I do not let a Shan ship with the Demonte come too close, once I do make the sea, there'd be a shoal waters along this coast, and spray do have a shallow daft. draft. Sorry. <laughs> Where's Blend Together? Um, I could take her in those waters. Lumbering Shanshan hulks can no risks. They got to be wary of the winds close inshore this time of year. Once I do have the spray, now he's like, eh, eh. No, that matters. We're gonna take passage with you. there will be four of us, and I expect you to be ready to sail as soon as we are aboard. And Doman's like, Huh. Well, there's the matter of getting out of the harbor and the Demani. He's like, What if I told you to sail something better than Demani? Which this is kind of an ironic thing because literally Demani are the top tier at this point. There is no one better currently in this continent because of uh Certain oaths, <laughs> and Min freaks out when she realizes what Nineve intending to do. But Doman has eyes only for Nineve, and not in the romantic way. But they are very wary, and Elaine's like, Why "You tell me to be careful." Doman's like, "What do you mean?" So Neneve opens her coat, fumbles at the back of her neck, and she pulls a leather cord that had been tucked inside her dress. And you got two gold rings hanging on a cord. And Min gasps when she sees one. It's the, the heavy man's ring she had seen when she read Neneve's in the street. But it's the other one that's slider and made for a woman's slender finger that made Doman's eyes bulge. A serpent biting its own tail. So like, again, yeah, I'm sure you know what this means. And he slips the off or Starts to slip the ring off of it, but Doman puts his hand over it. He's like, oh, put it away, put it away. He starts looking around, back and forth, eyes darting. You know, that ring is dangerous. If it be seen. And he's like, well, as long as you know what it means. He's like, oh, I know. I do know what it means. Might there be a chance if you four, and this girl listens to my tongue wag, she'd be one of the four, I take it. And looks at elaine he's like well surely not her she's a child not like you and elaine gets really upset but then he puts a hand on her arm and you know smiles at Domon. Yeah. well she travels with me and you might be surprised what we can do before we learn the right or the right to the ring when we sail you have three of on your ship who can fight demani if need be three there do be a chance maybe so his face brightens for a moment, but then he kind of grows serious again. He's like, well, cool, I could take you, <laughs> I should take you to the spray right now and cast off, but fortune prick me if I can tell what you face here, if you stay, and maybe even if you go with me. He's like, listen to me and mark what I say. And then he starts to tell this tale about a woman who had wore a ring, like what Nynaeve has, was taken by the Shan, Shan, And she's a pretty slender woman with a big word, Try pretty much points out a warder without saying it. Um... And one of them must have been careless because the Shan Shan had an ambush laid for them. The big man put seven soldiers on the ground before he died himself. And the woman, well, six demonic they put around her, popping out of the alley all of a sudden, and thought she would do something, but, you know, I know nothing of these things. One minute she looked like she would destroy them all, and then the look of horror came on her face, and she did scream. And Elaine's like, oh, they cut her off from the true source. And I'm like, "Uh, well... They probably shielded her. <laughs> they probably didn't, you know, permanently cut it off. And then he's like, well, we're not going to let that happen to us. And he's like, well, maybe as you say, but I'll remember until I die. Rhyma, help me. This is what the woman did scream. And then one of the demonic did fall down crying, and they put one of those colors on the neck of the you know, woman, and I ran. And it's like, I had seen three women taken, and I don't have a stomach for this. I would leave my aged grandmother standing on the docks to sail from here but i did what i have to tell you Vin's like well gwen said they had prisoners rima yellow but she didn't know who the other one was stanley so gives her a sharp look and she blushes as she falls silent and dumb one's face you know had not further the cost to tell him the sean had held two eyes to die not just one abruptly stares at Nynaeve and took a long gulp of wine did that be why you are here to free those two? You did say there would be three of you. And then he's like, well, I, I you will know what you need to know. You gotta be ready to sail on in the instant any time in the next two or three days, and you will do it, or you'll remain here and see if they'll cut off your head after all. Which one are you thinking? There are other ships, and I mean to have passage assured on one of them today. So ben holds her breath. You know, under the table, her fingers are squeezing, turning white. And Dolman's like, "I'll be ready." And then men, when they go to the street, men is surprised to see Nanny sag against the front of the inn. And he's like, "Are you ill?" He's like, "Oh, with some people, you have to be certain. If you show them one glimmer of doubt, they'll sweep off in different directions you don't want to go." But I was afraid he was going to say no. Come, we have plans to make. There are still one or two small problems to work out. Elaine's like, I hope you don't mind fish, Min. Min's like, one or two small problems. But she hoped pretty much that Naive was not just being certain again. So, that's the end of the chapter. Like I said, it is not long at all. Like, we can blaze through that, probably the shortest episode in the history of mankind, but it had some little tidbits of knowledge and information. How an Aes gets caught by Uh, Suldam and Damane. Um, Those kind of things are pretty important, but also even little bits that don't seem important, like the end changing its name from the Watcher to... I'm trying to remember what it was called. The Three Plum Blossoms, I believe. So, not a whole lot to be able to super gleam, but at least plans are laid to have, quote-unquote, the Great Escape. So, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. So, hopefully you guys enjoyed it, for as short as it was. Um, It was only a couple pages. But, I'm definitely looking forward to the coming chapters, because we're getting really, really close to the end, and it's going to start picking up a bit. And it's pretty much everything's falling into place at this point, so um hope you guys enjoyed it and if anybody has any information that they would like to share feel free to get a hold of me either at my gmail which is tales of a red arm at gmail.com or on facebook which is tales of a red arm or on twitter which is at tales of a red arm um you can do private messaging just comment on a post whatever doesn't really matter um, I'd love to hear what your guys' thoughts are, and definitely hope you guys will pop in for the next episode slash chapter. And that's going to be chapter 44. I think we have another six or so to go. So thanks again for hanging out, guys, and we'll talk to you again later. Until then. We drink all night and dance all day and on the girls will send our pay and when we're done then we'll awake to dance with Jack of the Shadows We'll toss the dice however they fall and struggle the girls be they short or tall and follow young Matt wherever he goes to dance with Jack of the Shadows we will we'll toss the to dice however, the however we'll they fall, and some other the, the guzby, be they shot or sold, then follow Lord Mac wherever, wherever he calls he to dance with Jack of the Shadows. We will give a with of bloody curse and hug the mags, it could be worse, let's ride away with the dark ones first to dance with Jack of the Shadows. Of the shadows. We'll we'll we'll